Please leave a message after the tone. You've got seven questions, dude. Your life is going down the tubes. What do you do when you need advice? Rick, it's good. Good night. What am I fighting for? So turn down the lights. Pick up the phone and leave a message for the new crowd. After dark. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen to yet another episode of Nude Clan After Dark. I am your host, Caleb Schweiss. Caleb Craig. Cameron. And Zach. And today, guys, it looks like we have one voicemail. One voicemail at the beloved, the all-but-memorized all 385-204-3921. Please, please add your voice to our voices. It's... It could become droning hearing only the same few people talk and the occasional chip in from Cameron. But you can you can upend the monotony with your own voice, like this caller here with this message. Hey guys, so uh, coronavirus hit, um, and all our grocery stores are making me wear masks and stuff to go shopping. Well, I'm uh, overwhelmed with this impulse well, every time I go shopping with a mask on to not take my stuff. I feel like a, a robber and. Uh, you know, I know it's wrong, and I hate thieves, but, you know, every time I go to the self-checkout with a mask, I'm like, why am I even paying for this stuff? Does that make me a bad person? And uh, should I give in to the impulse, or should I stay uh, stay strong and keep paying for my stuff? Uh, interested to hear you guys up the time. Thank you. Hmm. <sighs> All Maybe right. we should uh, start this out with uh, the following are the host's personal views and not reflects the views of <laughs> yeah my lawyer said i couldn't answer this one so i apologize guys i gotta bow out yeah <laughs> as a person Seriously. of color or uh as both a poc and uh and a, and, a, and a half white male in this society i think uh, okay. i think his lawyer just said look they already know what the answer is going to be zach so <laughs> he's looking at me uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Yeah. Um. <laughs> Don't answer that. You just make. You just give it the stereotype. <laughs> Can't let him win. <laughs> now I don't know. I. Uh, I mean, obviously no. Yeah, I mean that's that's the underlying answer is absolutely not. Is obviously <laughs> no, but let's entertain the idea. What if? I mean, what if? What is it it about the mask that's making him have these robberish impulses? It's because they they didn't know who he was until he put the mask on. (laughs) That that should be the opposite. Now they know. Yeah, now they know who he is. (laughs) (laughs) Then don't do it. Abort mission, man. But but how easy really is it to to shop without a store normally? I mean, I guess it depends on how busy it is. Normally, whether or not. People are, you know, paying attention. But now that everyone's wearing masks and everyone's keeping their distance from each other, wouldn't it be easier to like go, you know, hey, I don't think that dude went past the checkout line with his goods, <laughs> or I don't know. Right. It's just they try to arrest. Uh, they try to arrest you. Account. Just tell them that it's social distancing and they can't touch you. And those handcuffs yeah. haven't been sanitized yet. 
I think you got to take into account that most people probably won't do anything, even if they think they saw something. And you then know, on funny. top of that, you have to like, if you act confident, then they're more likely to think that you know what you're doing. And you know, that now you're that supposed you supposed to be doing that. You so. bring that up. I've 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 noticed there was like a meme before, but I've actually noticed it kind of in real life that cops are more reluctant to, to pull people over just because of the coronavirus. I don't know if it's still going now, but there was a time like even when I was um, driving down the freeway like a couple weeks ago, I noticed a dude illegally change into the HOV lane and start gunning it down the street. And there was a cop like right in front of me, which is why everyone was going slow, which is why the dude wanted to right. get around us. And it's just like, oh, do I wave at the dude? Wave him down like there's a fucking cop in front of us? Like, what do I do? No, I'm just let him zoom on past. The cop gets up right behind him, does his lights and everything, and pulls him over to the side, but then just leaves him there and just drives on. He doesn't stop. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that kind of happened to me. Um, I was was speeding through the uh, construction zone, like, last year when we were like, Cam, we mean you would play D&D with Larson. And I was speeding through the construction zone, and the cop pulled up, and he's like, boop, boop, boop. And I was like, shit, and I slowed down, and he just, like, kept driving. I was like, oh, you prick. Like, I mean, it's hard to pull people over in the construction zone, and if he really wanted to make his quota, he probably would have followed you outside of it. But, yeah, I've seen that. And also, like, as a kid, I remember my mom speeding, and she was doing what things, you know, what women sometimes do by, you know, putting makeup on in the car. And she didn't notice how fast she was going. He slows her down, basically, to the speed limit, and then passes on so sometimes there's like good guy cop moments like that just like hey pay attention but uh yeah other times they're out to to get their ticket oh bro i'm afraid after this whole thing's over they're gonna be gunning for people for anything because yeah and then you make their quota they're gonna need the quota yeah dude okay so the idea of a quota is fucking retarded by the way just thought i'd put that well listen up dre i got something to say fuck the police if it's got, okay. if it's, I mean, it kind of makes sense in a way, but it's also bullshit. No, it doesn't make sense in any way. The idea of the police is to serve and protect, having a quota of crime that you have well, to stop. See, the, the, idea, the, guy, the idea the is that the idea is the crime is out there. You just need to catch it, and they have a quota there just to make sure you're diligent and catch. Yeah, the well, crime. I think the quota is <laughs> is is based on how much crime is happening is kind of what it is maybe and so there but but at the same we time know that causes them to make it up make the city a lot of money yeah so. they make more money the more tickets they do they also they also get to like reclassify things and it's really <laughs> it could be really corrupt which no what pissed like, okay so what pissed me off is like for a long time i didn't have my license plate on the back of my like in the back like i had it in my window but it wasn't like bolted to like my my, you know, my right. bumper, which isn't illegal, I found out, but I got pulled over three times in like a week and a half span because they're like, oh, your license plate wasn't there. And I'm like, you can see it in my window. You can see, you can see it. And so one guy pulled me over and like, I was doing like the most non-gangster thing. I was going to Game Grid, which is like a, a card and game shop to buy paint, to paint miniatures because I'm a fucking nerd. And he pulls me over and he's like, I can't see your license plate. I'm like, oh, it's right there in the window. And he's like, I'm like, so like, what's the problem? And he, you know, he goes, oh, well, I was just making sure this car wasn't stolen. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know 1991 Camry LEs were the fucking hot ticket item. 
on I, the. I think I might have been pulled over once because of that, and he's like, "Yeah, I just couldn't see the license plate." And so that's part of the thing. You can put it up, but if they can't see it through the window, he can see it. I have no tint. It. it was bullshit. Your, it was fucking get bullshit. Get your fucking pinatas and your sombreros <laughs> out of the fucking window, bro. They can see no, your fucking. Bro, it's it's point, bro. It, like honestly, like I'm tinted. <laughs> my my eyes towards cops are tinted in a very negative light because I also when I was like I was like four months off my LDS mission, which doesn't make me a good person, but I had a temple recommend is all I'm saying is uh, I was cashing a check at Zion's Bank and I was walking to the mall because I had to go to my second job and this guy comes out and he's all hey uh, do you got some black on you and I was like I don't have any heroin bro like sorry I gotta go to work and so I kept walking and then he's like hey and I turned around I'm like what, what do you want and he goes no man like like dude I know you're my dealer I know you're the guy I'm supposed to meet here can you can you just like hook me up? I need my fix. And I was like, dude, I got to go to work. I don't do drugs. I don't have drugs. I don't sell drugs. Fuck off. I got to go. And so then I start walking away and I hear this, sir, turn around now. And I turned around. I'm like, what the fuck do you want? And this dude had a badge. And I was like, oh, are you fucking like, like, I was like, what's going on? And he's like, you look like a known drug dealer in the area. And I'm like, oh, I look Mexican. Is that what you're saying? Like, I don't understand what you're, what you're applying. And so they went through and like searched my shit, and like now I'm like I could have told them no because they didn't have a warrant, but they just like were going through my stuff, and he like goes, "Let me see your wallet," and I was like, "Do you want me to take my my pants off too, my shirt?" I'm like, "I have garments underneath. I don't know if you can like see them," and he's like, "No, we didn't see the wallet," and I'm like, dude, "Watch out for the temple recommend right there," and he just like rolled his eyes and kept going through my stuff, and I'm like, "Dude, he could totally," <laughs> he like didn't make me like take my shoes off or anything. I'm like, "Oh, I totally could have hit drugs in my shoes," like <laughs> he's like, "We know what we're looking for," and I'm like, "Dude, fuck." off so like ever since then like i've had a very like negative light towards officers yeah. because that pissed me off yeah yeah, yeah. i've never been, had to be detained like that in my life well so, well your, like your that, skin color is great i'm just i'm just bringing in oh that's that's a little too white <laughs> in my opinion <laughs> but yeah, it's just even even here, it's just yeah, you, you people get profiled. It's one of those things, like, man, I and it sucks. So many, so many times I got pulled over in my '96 <laughs> Honda Civic, and just let off with a warning every time. And then when I was driving my Impala, and then other newer cars, not even once, not even. To once. be fair, I've never gotten a ticket. I've I've been pulled over Me a few either. times, but I've never gotten a ticket. I've always gotten like, oh, well, your license plate wasn't in there, or like one of them. So one of them pulled me over because. I don't respect paying the government money they shouldn't deserve. So I didn't get my car registered for nine months and I got pulled over and he just like, he's like, dude. he's like, if you don't, dude, he's like, if you get it taken care of, like I was super chill with him cause he was the sheriff and he's like, he's like, all right, man, he goes, here's a deal. He goes, cause I know you're like going from work. He's like, if you go get this registered, he's like, you can take this in and they'll waive the fee on it. And he goes, and you'll be good. And I said, really? It's like, yeah, you got a week. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't register my Impala once for like five months. <laughs> And nothing happened, not not even once. Dude, it, so yeah, that, that 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 whole nine months. It's the one time I got pulled over because, like, after three months, it just becomes a game to yeah. see, see how long you can go without it. The games we yeah. play, the risks we take. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I'm not gonna incriminate myself. Yes, yeah, so I'm not gonna say anything else. But, but yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait. So you do commit crimes? Then it sounds like. So I mean, it's not a crime. The government doesn't deserve my money. But he hasn't. He hasn't committed theft. Yeah, I haven't committed theft. I just drove without like without a registered car, which so is you, bullshit. You haven't shoplifted groceries out of a store while wearing. I've masks? I've never yeah, no I've never actually stolen anything in my life. 
What? Yeah, I don't steal, dude. It pisses me off. I thought How that about was, you, Schweiss? I thought have that was you, part uh, of like the the upbringing. Have you it's like a, a, a grocery store? Yeah, I've with, stolen uh, stuff before. Uh, there was one time where I I, I ate a sandwich while I was walking around Walmart, and I was like, <laughs> I don't really feel like paying for this, and then I threw the it little wrapper. Away. I don't. I don't feel like paying. This is shit. Mediocre at best. Yeah. Was it one uh, of those fucking giant sandwiches? What the fuck were you eating? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Slamming it down. I, that was the last time I stole something. That was a long time ago. But uh, I feel really, I still feel bad about doing it. But I'm not, not bad enough to, like, Do you? pay for an extra sandwich ever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I do. I, I mean, even now, though, it's just like, I don't know what kind of mask you're wearing. But they can still see most of your face. It's still like, and it, like if they catch you taking something, it's not like the mask will make it. Oh, I don't know who he is because they'll find out. But I, I, I wonder where I the uh... it be so easy as you think to just walk out with a you know a whole grocery cart. Maybe like a few items at the self checkout line you can get away with. But yeah, that's that's when I I still I've stolen batteries from Walmart too when I was like fifteen. And that's what I would do. I would, like, just toss them in there with it and then, like, put my shit on top of it. It's pretty easy, but I don't know. I just now I'm just, like, the people that do that are just scum. So I've, <laughs> I've definitely changed. Right. But you see, to me, though, if if someone's stealing, like, we've talked about this before on the show. If someone's to the point where they're stealing food, it's just, you know... Let them have the food, and if I notice it, and if it's being noticed, I'll just offer to pay for it so they can get out. And I think that goes food, man. I, that goes back to when we talked about the gas station thing. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, sometimes it's easier to be like, dude, like I can pay for it, so it doesn't come out. It's like for me, it, it kind of comes like when it's like at the bar too. There's a difference, though. I guess at the gas station, they're stealing like candy bars and stuff, and it depends on their age. Um, can't yeah, candy's not food, and if you're stealing gas station stuff, if it's like. You, you can tell they need the food versus they're just kids stealing just because they can. But if it's like someone going through Walmart and stealing eggs or bread, it's just like they probably really need the fucking food. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think you should still help them. I don't think people should just get away with doing stuff right. like that. And then most of the time when I've ever seen it, it's been they buy a little bit and they steal something, kind of like what I did so that it's not as suspicious. And that tells me that they can't afford it. They just don't feel like paying for it, which I feel like they should feel like paying for it because that's bullshit. And if we're going to live in a society that's not, you know, big brother fucking shut down everything, every, everything's being controlled kind of a kind of a way, then we all need to follow the fucking rules. But if such. you were to steal like a cart full of groceries like what's how would you do it though i don't know just walking past the checkout line i just feel like there's a bigger chance of you being stopped unless you had an accomplice who creates a scene at the same time but then again it's still just fucking food like why spend that much effort on it no agreed and the thing is like at least the walmart like my local walmart is they have someone watching the self checkouts and then there's people you know yeah. stationed at whatever lines open and the restroom are blocked off so i mean you'd have to and, oh and you can't go like through the regular entrance anymore because that's been like blocked off with like only one way like little 
like those little metal doors. And so it it, it would just it's just more hassle than it's worth than like the ten dollars for your bread and eggs or whatever. Like it was yeah, yeah. it's just not worth it. Well, yeah. What's One that? thing from all this though that I hope lasts is when people get sick. It's now in fashion in America to wear a mask when you're sick, like it is in other parts of the world. Um, but then also now that we've gone through this, I think we might be more prepared when a, a deadlier virus, you know, decides to come about. Yeah. Uh, what's the <clears throat> what's the worst thing you guys have had to do because of the coronavirus? Like. Go to work like every the day. Biggest, <laughs> the biggest inconvenience. The biggest inconvenience. Honestly, the biggest inconvenience was where, for a minute there, um, work reduced the hours that we were working. Um, but it wasn't really that big of an inconvenience. Um, really, it's just... Uh, being home all day, every day, and staying inside. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I'm going to echo that. I feel like that's the same thing because, I mean, I'm still going into my job every day. So, like, nothing's really changed there. But it's like not being able to, like, recharge my batteries the way, like, I usually do it. So, hmm. yeah, for me, it's being stuck inside. And then recording the podcast like this, this is a super <laughs> big inconvenience. Yeah, this this kind of sucks. Like, I'm excited when we get to, like, actually yeah. go in and, like, talk to each other and be face-to-face again. Yeah, I, I hate doing it this way, um, personally. I feel like it'd be, I don't know, I, I'd be more inclined to do, go back to weekly even if we were in person, but... I kind of like the every every couple weeks thing, too. I do, too, because it gives us more time. Um, yeah. Saves an episode for us. And so it's just like beforehand when we would have to move a day because of this or that, doing it every other week makes it so now we can plan our lives a little bit more around the show and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. So that, that I think will it'll stay. Uh, okay, so my biggest inconvenience, uh, <laughs> we went up to – we went up to get pickup at uh, Buka in Salt Lake City, because um, I, you know, I was like, okay, I, I want to support all the businesses that I normally support. I just can't. We can't go sit down, so we have to do takeout. Which it sucks because takeout, like, they for some reason they feel the they feel that they could charge just as much for way less. Um, I've noticed they can just every get time. away with it more. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree with that. Yeah. It was still really good, obviously, because it's great Italian food. But still, um, no agree. Higher end, higher end. I mean, restaurants can do that, but you know, ordering from low end stuff like Beto's, they still give you basically what a Beto's. That's because Beto's so much beforehand that there's no need. (laughs) Bro, Beto's is a godsend. I don't care what anyone says. Dude, it's yeah, the best, the best cheap Mexican food. In- Bro, there's nothing, there's nothing better than like after a night out drinking, going to a Betos and like getting a, the chili verde smothered burrito and just chill, sitting there to the thing, and just dying internally because you're drunk and then just eating that damn burrito. Yeah, oh, it's so good. The drunk Betos runs were good. Oh man. Um. Okay, so anyway, we're on the way back, and like going up, I was tired. It was my day off, and we, you know, we it took forever too. But I was like down in a bunch of diet coke, 
And fucking, we get up there, and I'm like, I kind of have to pee, but, like, there's nowhere to pee, because everyone's like, no, we don't have any bathrooms. Like, everything's, like, super locked down. And we're heading we're heading back down on the freeway, and I'm like, Alex, I got to fucking piss. Like, I got to piss bad. She's like, well, you're going to have to hold it. And I'm like, I know, because I don't know, like, I'm not going to pull off and go into a fucking gas station, like hunched over because I got to piss so fucking bad and then be turned around. Like, if that happens, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to piss. The gas like, stations were happen. open. Gas station bathrooms are open, yeah. Uh, I've seen ones that, that weren't. Um, I know Maverick is. Really? None of the ones yeah. around, at least around, were like, Linden area and Orem PG aren't. I've, I've used them. Well, fuck, maybe I didn't need to do this, but, dude, I fucking pulled over on the freeway and I, like, opened up the fucking side doors and I just took a piss like <laughs> there I was like I have to piss Damn. so fucking bad right now and I was like what the fuck and it's not like it's uh, it's not like this is like a fucking country road where you're just peeing off the side <laughs> you're peeing on the fucking freeway <laughs> yeah and the worst part is is I'm like leaning on the car so I opened up the back door so no one could see anything from behind and the front door so no one could see anything in front and I'm just standing there like with my dick in my hands, and I'm like, dude, I can't pee. Like, I just, it was so hard to, like, just zone out to the point where I could take a you piss. Got pee shy. Yeah. <laughs> pee shy on the side of the freeway. Nice. Yeah, and it's, like, <laughs> cold and windy, so I'm like, fuck, man, I hope no one sees my tiny dick right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> trying to take a piss, and, like, I, I was just thinking, I was like, dude, I don't know if bathrooms, like, I don't know what's going on with that, so, like, I'm not going to. If I pull off on an exit and I can't pee in a bathroom, like, I'm just going to go outside and pee. Like, this is going to happen. So I just fucking pulled over and I just fucking emptied my bladder and I just drove off. And I I felt like such a piece of shit for doing it. It's like, God, what what trash. I wonder what Alex was saying to you the whole time. She was laughing about it. Dude, nice. that it was funny. But you got to learn that lesson from Jurassic Park, man. When you got to go, you got to go. Yeah. When nature calls, I answer. <laughs> but I don't know. That was the worst thing that's happened so far. And then it's just annoying because, like, I was, like, trying to play Resident Evil 3, and I, I went to Home Depot to get a uh, one of those, like, special uh, screw things or to unlock the PlayStation. Oh, one and of those keys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, there was a line to get into the building, and dude, it took me like 40 minutes to get in. I, I found... Like, this is so fucking good. I found mine at Walmart, dude. Yeah. I had the little kit, but you oh, could have asked I me, and I would have just let you borrow mine. Wait in line to get into Home Depot, too. It's... Yeah. It wasn't bad, but it was, yeah, definitely an inconvenience. Yeah, one thing this is teaching me is that, like, patience is... Awesome, and I, I'm not super impatient, but I, I, I don't really have very much time, especially right now. So it's annoying whenever it happens. Because I, I mean, I worked. So okay, so three weeks ago, I worked I think 59 hours. The week after that, I worked 60, and then last week I worked 61 and a half hours. So like. I my time is so fucking limited that I don't I hate the idea that I have to wait so long for everything. But yesterday, yeah, I mean, I went in and out, and I was like, I was watching people in the line for Burlington Coat Factory, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna mark that person. And then like 15, 20 minutes later, when I got out of the in and out line, they were still like 
20 minutes away from getting it. Oh, uh, damn it. Food. I've been wanting to go to Burlington because I want some, like, hoodies. Like, the light, like, white hoodies. Damn it. Yeah. I don't want to wait in line. It, it's hard, yeah. And I'm like, this is going to, I mean, at the very least, everyone's going to be more patient when this is all over because, like, we just have to wait for things now. <laughs> and Amazon's making us wait. They're I mean, getting better. Fucking now. Bezos, bro. If I order something, give another, my shit. Another side effect that we're starting to see is increased prices on things, especially groceries right now. Things yeah. like eggs, chicken, and beef are going up. Yeah, the beef, they're having, they had shortages for a little bit. Yeah, there. there's still shortages on it for some it's places. because people aren't working because they're shutting down the factories. It's like, of course we're going to have shortages when major parts of the country well you'd think that like the like the food stuff on that aspect would be part of infrastructure i don't know how it's not i don't know it's all just stupid i mean to to claim essential you know status for almost anything is just it, it really it just doesn't mean anything i mean there are things that we need to survive but like technically a job is essential based on, you know, a market need for that job. That sounds like a very unessential point. thing to say. It's the whole entire point of having a marketplace system is... Listen, just is because I'm better than everyone else essential. doesn't mean you need to shove, like, throw my essentialness through the mud twice. I mean, there's a point where a job is essential to the person who holds it, but does that job... I don't know. Is it essential to the rest of the country type of thing? Yeah, and I understand that. But in a lot of arguments, it is essential to the rest of the country because they pay taxes right. for it. And so it's right. it's it's really just a stupid way to say these are jobs that we absolutely need to ha- continue life as we know it for the most part. Um, which I get, and I understand the the idea of essential workers, but... I don't know, like gas stations, you could honestly just have one person monitoring the pumps and close the convenience store part. The fact that that's not closed is... Yeah, I was. I would agree with that. I take it seriously. It's not... How can I take this thing seriously when I can still go into Maverick 24 hours a day? Now, they opened all night again. It's like, uh, uh, where's the concern? Like, there doesn't seem to be any sort of cohesive guideline as to what it means to be essential. Like I, I don't need, I mean, I do need the caffeine cause I'm fucking not getting any sleep because I, I actually have a, an essential job apparently. And I fucking, it's endless lately because of everyone ordering everything online. But like, I, I don't know. I feel like if we're going to claim that, Oh, we need to shut down business because people are getting sick from going out. Then why the fuck is Walmart still open? Yeah, Walmart has a lot of good things that we need, but they've always had that. So why the fuck is that allowed to be opened up, but people are closing down like their little mom-and-pop shops? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, there was it's a point that stupid. Walmart was only allowing people to buy essential goods. Only in some yeah, areas. That's, that's Our area wasn't too. one that's of them. Fucking, that's fucking bullshit. Shouldn't, you shouldn't be prevented from buying something because someone else decide decided that... Oh no, we can only buy essential goods right now. Not well, hey, what's actually like, on my the big shelves. argument with that too was they're like, well, you know, you can only buy groceries and like that's about it. And it's like, well, they said like they they on that list, clothes was a non-essential, and then it goes into like video games and craft stuff and like the draw art stuff and the books and stuff like that. And it's like, well, we're stuck at home. What the fuck do you want us to do? That's pretty fucking essential when we can't leave the house. 
Yeah, that's fucking bullshit when people are deciding what you can and can't buy in a right. store. It's like, let the store decide what they want to sell me. Don't, <laughs> no, agreed. don't fucking tell me that I'm allowed to go in here. But, oh, you can't buy clothes because they're not essential. It's like, really? Do you want me to walk around fucking naked? Because I don't think you want to see that. So maybe, maybe you should let me buy some fucking pants. The store without paying for groceries. <laughs> just, just yeah. wiggle, we do a helicopter. Yeah, just a mask while you're while you're naked. while you're pushing the car, you just helicopter dick the entire time, and you just keep walking. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. At that point, you just fly away. Yeah. <laughs> but like seriously, I, I don't I don't understand it. It's like when you the more I think about it, the less sense it makes to really shut down most of what we shut down. Like I get the the whole flattening the curve thing, but. I don't know. It just seems so fucked up. Like, everything is just... Everything is fucked up. Because we didn't know about it until way too late to actually stop anything by shutting it down. Because China is a fucking garbage government. And all they do is fucking lie. And we didn't know what to expect. So, like, the idea of complete shutdown was dead in the, dead in the water before we even knew that something was happening. But yeah, we tried to do like a quasi shutdown anyway, and it's I, I don't know, it's it's fucking stupid. Like that really. Well, I mean, me the point of the shutdown was things. was to make sure the hospitals weren't going to be as crowded as they had predicted. But no, I agree with the uh, the whole yeah. Don't you don't shouldn't tell me what I'm going to buy, especially when you want the economy to like keep going right now when no one's buying shit. It's their fault. It all bounces I mean, back to another, them. Another side effect of this, though. Is in America, hospitals make a lot of money off of elective, you know, procedures and stuff like that. And certain hospitals have had to cut staff because of the shutdown. Right. So hospitals will still be in a worse spot coming out of this than they were going into it. And I don't know. It's like yes, it makes sense um, to flatten the curve, but it's it's hurting a lot of things at the same time. No, it's yeah. it's it's and true. Honestly, we're going to we people like us should probably get this fucking thing and get it over with because well here's you're not it's it's it, we're 2 years out from like a vaccine potentially and we can't shut down for 2 fucking years. And the idea that we're going to kill it by oh if everyone would have just stayed inside for 2 months. It's like, well, we can't do that either because some people have like life-saving medications that they have to get like where are those going to be manufactured? Where are those going to be shipped? Who's going to deliver them to those people? Like, are those people just going to die? Because that's a lot more people than would have died from this virus or have died from this virus who would die without having their medication. So it's like there is no such thing as a complete shutdown in any in any time-sensitive manner. And, and the, by the time we thought to even ban travel, we already fucking had cases of it well, because the thing- they fucking lied about it. With it as well, I mean, it's kind of coming to light that this has been here since at least November. Yeah. Because yeah, there's people because that were that were just sick. Yeah, November. exactly. Well, the thing is, like... So, of course it was there's... here. It doesn't just fucking pop up four months later. Right. Well, no, like, the thing is, like, they think a lot of people did have it already because there's yeah, people with too. the exact symptoms. And, I mean, like, I have family members that had that same thing. And then a coworker, like, a couple coworkers might have had the same thing back in, uh, was it in February? And so it's like, oh, hey, like, I was probably... Like, and I'm not going to, like not take precautions but it's like i was probably already like i i carried it for a little bit because yeah. it was a double dose like yeah it's like i'm not gonna be stupid but like right. i think a lot of this is a little bit ridiculous and it's cool. like well if we would have all just agreed to not do anything for a month it's like well yeah but it was already fucking here so all that means is the people that are sick that can't go outside just fucking die because they can't go get the help they need it's like 
the idea of that is so fucking narrow-minded I mean, and stupid, and it's only coming from people it, that yeah, have no health it was, problems. It was already it was already here, and then I guess the idea was everyone quarantines, and so those who have it don't pass it on, and it yeah. cuts it off before a majority of people get it type of idea. I mean, yeah, right. it was already here. You can't control that, but then we can control how far it spreads. Um, but you really can't, though, is the thing. Like, it, you, well, can, you can, you can you try. You can contact with people. Right, but you have to have contact with people. They, like, some people, Somewhat. you have to get, like, if, if I have a, you know, if I have a condition and I have to get medication for it, even if it gets mailed to right. me, someone has to fucking deliver that. Like, right. if, and That's all it takes is, is one person that's sick, quarantined, that has a fucking... Has a has a prescription, getting the mailman sick, and then he gets everyone in his office sick. It's going to spread. It's a fucking virus. Right. It's built why, to fucking the, spread it. That's why the non-essentials all had to go home, so there's less places for it to transfer. Right, yes, but they can still go to fucking it. Walmart. It's like... <laughs> fucking right. make up your mind you know like make up your mind are we fucking closed or are we not like you know what the worst part about the non-essentials coming back is how many fucking people are on the road right now yeah that's yeah, true. yeah. <laughs> that was nice for like a few weeks i don't know it's just so fucking dumb it's all so annoying and like it's it's uh, i don't know the idea that we could have stopped it is just impossible. It's it's just impossible. No, we we might have been able to reduce it. it well, and again, that that's not what it was for. It was to slow it. It wasn't to stop it. But that's the problem is most fucking people are stupid, and they're like, oh, well, if we stay in, it's going to be gone. That wasn't the fucking point. The point was to slow it down so the hospitals had enough time to react and enough time, enough beds for people who got it. It wasn't ever going to stop it. But we have people yeah, who mean, are like, oh, my, no, 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 I'm going to do this because it's all done now. No, they're fucking idiots. They didn't understand what, what was really- happening. What I really hate, though, right now is these people who are so pro, pro keep it keep it closed, is they're getting so mad at people wanting to go back to work and people wanting to start making money again. It's it's like, oh, I'm going to threaten people's lives for the economy. It's like there comes a point where the fallout from this can be a lot worse for a lot of people um, because we don't have our economy is in a crash. We've already yeah. seen somewhat of crash, but I think it's being propped up, and it's in a crash even worse than. Well, few yeah, months. it's being propped up. The thing is, is we're propping up all these small businesses with these big loans, and it's like there's no evidence that these businesses are going to be able to survive afterwards. So we're basically just throwing our money in the garbage. Because like, you really think a company that does, you know, like I think uh, this shows, yeah, we were ill prepared for something like this, and we can prepare better for something like this in the future. I mean, we were but prepared, and then some fucking asshole there, there comes cut funding to everything. Yeah, yeah, the CDC cuts and whatnot. Well, that, yeah. and then taking away t- taking away our task force for that shit—that's bullshit. We had a plan, yeah. and then it was no, gone. See, that's that's not true. The tax, oh, yeah? the task force thing isn't true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, they merged into a different thing. There was a New York Times article about how that wasn't true. Okay. That's how untrue it is. Even the liberals don't think it's true. Uh huh. <laughs> the internet thinks it's true, but the internet is full of retards. It's just. I mean, these, clearly. Unless we want to see even worse fallout from this, like we need money to be generated again. Yeah, this well, see, see, and that's and that's what I was telling. I was arguing with Joe the other day about this, and he was oh like, yeah, we saw that. He was getting mad about the fact that I was saying that, you know, we need to start opening things up or else this is going to fail. And he's like, and it's like, yeah, technically we will survive if we all lose our jobs. As long as we know how to love. 
I know we will survive. Yeah, but like that's all. First of all, that's bullshit, and second of all, it's like, you know, part of the thing about the small businesses and all these all these businesses that are closing is like people work their whole lives to make some of these things happen, and now they're being destroyed. That is a reason to live. Right, so like right. that, the economy is, in a way, people's lives. No, agreed. I mean, I, I read the an, things that you've you've uh, you put your whole life, your all all your time, all your dedication, all your hard work into this thing, and then you're basically told, "Well, you're a selfish prick because you want to keep that thing going." And it's like, "Well, I'm sorry. I this is something I've worked towards." Right, and uh, it's hilarious because it always comes from people who have never fucking done anything like that. Well, like I read an it's article. It's so easy to fucking. To fucking say like, oh well, you're just being selfish. It's like, well, you you've done nothing. All you do is work for other people. Like, fuck off. You know, like it's, I, I don't want to hear it from you. It's, no, and like, it's there's... like getting financial advice from <laughs> from fucking uh, I don't know, like the guy who ripped off Queen. What's his name? Fucking Ice uh, Vanilla Ice. It's like getting financial advice from Vanilla Ice. It's like, sorry, I just don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, I mean, like, and that's something that, like I've seen personally. Like with where I where I work, is there's tons of companies that are going under, uh, whether they be construction, personal trucking, or whatever. Like, there's ones that are like, we're not going to survive this, and that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Especially when you work your whole life for it. And I did read an article about a dude back east who had his own like he loved music, and him and his wife started a music company where they like sold instruments, but they like taught lessons as well to like kids to like they could learn how to do it, and they just had to close their doors and he's like i don't know if i'm ever gonna reopen this was my dream this was like you know my only income and they're fucking people over because they're they're staying closed too long the government doesn't give a shit that's the end, like the bottom line is they don't fucking care they don't care if your business goes under even if they did they can't stop it because they're fucking i mean dumb. the government should care a little bit because small businesses and everything like that they're all still tied to the economy bro they only care yeah. about themselves dude like come on we know 99- the truth Point nine percent of corporations are small businesses with less than fifty employees. Right, but how much of that ninety nine percent accounts for most of the money generated, though? Probably a so fair the amount. More, the mo- more small businesses close, the more the large businesses who have the capital to weather the out are getting that business. Exactly, demand, so. and then right. the same people that are like calling the small businesses selfish are calling the big businesses greedy, and it's like, make up your fucking mind, man. What do, what do you think? We just can't get by without food and like our shit. Like what? Like people getting mad that. Jeff Bezos is almost a trillionaire or something like that lately. I'm like, man, every one of the people on Twitter that I saw, all I could see was Karl Marx's stupid fucking face. Like every time I every time I read one of their little <laughs> comments, I'm like, God, you people are such scum. It's like you're just such a piece of shit, man. You're just jealous that you've never done anything worthwhile in your shitty little life, and all you want to do is tear down people who have because you're a piece of fucking shit. Plus, it's not like the guy has a trillion in the bank. Like, if you just realize that it's in, you know, stock and in, like, it's, it's, it's fucking, it's, it's your wealth. It's not your actual money. Like, I, I know this is hard to understand, but, like, if you're worth $50 million, that doesn't mean you have $50 million. That means if you were to get rid of every single thing you've ever done or had, you would then have $50 million. It's like the guy doesn't have a fucking trillion dollars. He just has a shitload of Amazon stock. And he's not going to sell it because if he sold it, the stock would plummet and the fucking business would suffer, potentially all the way. I mean, that's a part of this, too. A lot of times when things like this drop, companies will buy up their own stock to increase the price. Yeah. God, I hate poor people, man. I hate poor, lazy people. (laughs) I'm just going to fucking say it. I hate them. (laughs) 
<laughs> Fucking trash. Oh, <laughs> you need to move. You guess you need to move to the utopia I made in SimCity, Schweiss. <laughs> yeah. It's like, God, I just hate stupid, poor, lazy people. Like, it's, God damn it. And I'm like, I was poor as fuck growing up, too. And, like, I don't want to be that way. So I'm trying not to be a piece of shit, but, like, everyone around me, I swear to God, like, online, it's just like... I, I don't. It's 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 amazing. It's like we what we have to close down, but these big businesses are getting way too big. It's like, well, fuck. Then stop eating. Like, stop buying things. Like, I don't know what the fuck to tell these people. Like, it's gonna go. Yeah. The money has to go somewhere. And I don't know. The government's toying with the idea of sending out another stimulus check to these people who no longer have work, which is good. They need the money. But yeah, I also want yeah. there to be more incentive for small medium businesses to start hiring hiring again as soon as they can. And I think some of that money should go to them so people can get jobs back. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do have uh, small business loans. Yeah, the, the PPP loans um, that was scalped by the larger corporations first. Dude, yeah. people uh, gotten it. They still received it anyway. But I, I feel like, yes, people need money to get by, but there needs to be a way for people to start going back to work as fast as possible, which is, in my opinion, is really the only way we're going to avoid something bigger in the future. Yeah. And it's, it's also, it's also important to realize that a lot of, like I was saying earlier, a lot of these small businesses that were propping up and spending millions and millions and, you know, even billions of dollars on, they're probably not going to exist when this thing is over. This is going to change the face of our economy for a long time because people, yeah, like, yeah, they opened up Orem, but am I going to go to Nickel City? Fuck no. Like, yes. I don't wear a mask, and I'm not going to fucking but I'm see, not gonna you do would that. Be going, would you be going to Nickel City anyway? Yeah, I would. I, we went, okay. like, four or five times in the last year before this happened. But I'm not, like, I'm not worried, but I'm also not stupid about it. I'm not going to yeah, go out and fucking Pussy. do things like that. But so, see, that's, yeah. just, that's just the, the virus itself and not... Um, the go the close down that's affecting your right but that that's factor. what i'm saying is so businesses like that getting billions in loans to stay afloat when all when they stop getting those loans they're dead because people right. aren't going to be going to those I places mean, the economy's I mean, going to change a very a very good example of that it's what's happening to movie theaters too yeah uh, amc yeah. already filed for bankruptcy so. yeah but amc fucking sucks but that's to show Ours does, to show yeah. that that theaters were were already struggling before this happened. Yeah, so potentially, but at the same time, who who's going to go into a packed movie movie theater after that? So the moral of the story, the moral of the story is: go ahead and steal your groceries because the government and big businesses are stealing money anyway. Yeah, steal because so. fuck Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, stick it to the man. Yeah, seriously though, it's like God, it's fucking Christ. I, I don't know. These fucking people. They're just un they're insatiable with their complaints and their <laughs> their outrage. Yeah, it's true. But And their low credit scores. And their low credit <laughs> scores. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I uh, hate to be a dick, but that's like the, honestly, uh, I don't know how else to describe it. It's just useless people who are I mean, they're not necessarily useless, but like they they haven't contributed anything to the thing that they're complaining about. It's like, just fuck off, man. Just just go fuck yourself. So, no, I, I don't think you're a bad person for, like, thinking that. Because I thought the same thing. But, like, I just think it's funny. Like, having the masks on and just 
looking like your old yeah. lovers. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I've thought about that too. Like when I walked into Maverick, I'm like, what if I just pretended to hold them up? Like they know me. <laughs> Spend way too much money in there, but I just like. Put them on so the so thinking back. thinking <laughs> thinking a thought doesn't make you a bad person. Acting on the thought does. Because like yeah, if I if I go. thought on if I if I acted on every thought I had while I was driving, I would be a serial killer, and I would be in jail. <laughs> like. I mean, yeah, every time I put on the mask, I want to blow up Gotham Stadium. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Haven't done it yet. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah, that that's that's that is that is the, the, you know, the basis of it all. You, You can think a lot of things, but it's only until you do it that you're a bad person. It's true. I mean, but don't tell people you were thinking about it because that's premeditated. So I'm sorry you're on record on this podcast saying that. So, yeah, just don't do it. That's, that's a double whammy, bro. I don't know. Just thinking about the shutdown. It's just like an, an economy is such a complicated system that there's always going to be a problem thrown at it that it's not going to quite handle. And you know, complicated systems will eventually hiccup. And we saw a little bit of that in 2008, and I feel like we're going to see a little bit more of that here soon in the future, depending on how things go. So I think the coronavirus might just be accelerating something that might have happened before. So, Yeah, maybe. Although it's it's hard to say that because the uh, the the Fed keeps dropping the the prices of like loans and the interest yeah, rates the and things like that. Yeah, the interest rates, yeah. The, but it know, doesn't Fed, matter. Don't because, worry, Fed. You could still go negative. <laughs> yeah. It, the problem is is that this isn't – it wasn't a bad economy on the underlying – like no, under was, the surface it was, because – It still wasn't recovered pre-2008 though, not quite. No, we're we're way above 2008. We were above even where it was before the crash, before – I'll have to look into like certain stocks, yeah, but I'll have to look into that more. But there's still an underlying problem with um, the amount of debt and the amount of debt that we're going to be in after this. Yeah, it's not it's not quite at the same level as then, though. The problem with that is, I mean, people were getting loans that they truly couldn't pay for, and it was this it was just a shit show, um, and then everything collapsed. I mean, yeah, different reasons, but there's but like yeah. if that were to be fixed, if that were the problem now, the interest rate being lowered would would be would fix it but it hasn't because that wasn't the problem it wasn't that we had too much debt um it's that we fucking closed everything down yeah. but the debt is it's a lot of debt that we have a lot of debt like to be sure it's only and we accelerating have to, right now oh it's getting crazy right now like even personal debt's probably going through the roof like all of it people get, using credit cards for stuff because they don't have the income yeah it's and that's a good safety net but like that net's gonna f- get a hole in it real fast when you I mean, can never get out from under you it. You need to to pay it off somehow. And if you exactly. <sighs> yeah. How do you do that? How do you? It's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me, money wise. But it's the worst thing that's ever happened to the whole. So. But even still, even though you are still making money at just as fast, or maybe faster than you would before, like the if we keep printing money out, it's just the value is of that money is still going down. The buying power is going down. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Passing out all these loans and the government, you know, shitting money out every five seconds. That does hurt. Um, and that has long-term effects. That has really long-term effects on on the overall well-being of the economy and the and the value of the currency and everything. So it's going to be a while before we recover from this thing. 
Yeah, I just um, don't think there was a good solution to this problem at all, and that's just more of a yeah. So of us not being prepared for something like this. On a scale from one to to pissed, how mad would you guys be if I wasn't recording? Jesus. I'm just kidding. I'm recording. I just wanted to. <laughs> I just wanted to drop the hearts for a second. I would be sad. I would just be sad. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think there's a there's a good. I think the problem with our economy is that we're too reliant on China. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, a huge um, thing China. That's coming from this is a lot of our productions leaving China and going to India too. There are plans on it. Yeah, and a lot of stuff is coming back here. I mean, yeah. there was there was a, I think a like a, they manufacture computer parts or like microchips or something from Taiwan, and they moved here because they were, didn't want to fucking do business in China anymore. So I think this is going to really help the whole like bringing jobs back to America thing. It's like that's looking a lot better when other places are run like fucking absolute trash, and whenever a scare happens or a, a, a virus outbreaks, they try to cover it up for eight months and then you have the fucking world health organization cover it up for them too because they're fucking cheap bastards who just fucking sing to the tune of whoever's paying them the most bunch of fucks yeah yeah so when i when they said they were cutting their funding i was like good fuck those assholes they fucking like february they were saying it can't be transmitted human to human I was like, how the fuck is there an outbreak if it can't be transmitted human to human? Who the fuck? How many fucking people are eating bats in this country? What the fuck? Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then it's like, this oh, is wait. Country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. He <laughs> makes a beast out of himself. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait. And then, see, that's the thing. It's like it was, it was already too late to stop it because no one was telling the truth in the beginning. It was too late to apologize. Yeah, it was too late. It's, it's just so bad. Yeah, and I hope we pull out of that fucking place. Uh, well, if they're gonna fucking lie, it's like I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. Like, uh, if if you're not if you're not gonna be honest in your dealings, then you can go fuck off. Like, we shouldn't be doing we shouldn't be doing that much business there if we're gonna have these fucking outbreaks every like eight or nine years. Like, this is the third one of my fucking lifetime coming out of this place. Like, fuck these people. Like fuck their trash fucking government. Like it's obviously I don't I don't hate the, the Chinese people. It's just the the way their their government runs. Like it's how many fucking times are we gonna have to deal with this bullshit coming too out of, many coming out of China? It's already been too many. Like we've already lost too many lives to their fucking bullshit cover ups. And I, I'm glad that I'm seeing I'm seeing businesses pull out because if you're not gonna be responsible, then you don't get the fucking work. It sucks that the that the people are going to suffer for it, but the whole world shouldn't suffer because of one garbage regime, and it already has. Like, how many people have died because of this fucking thing? And how many of those could have been prevented if they would have just not been trash and told the truth? I don't know. It's fucking annoying. It's annoying, man. And I'm sick of working so many fucking hours, but I can't say no. I mean, you could. I got it. I got it. That's not how jobs work. I mean, there. Yeah, he could say no, but then he wouldn't have all that extra money that's rolling in. True. Yeah, and you, you, and you. If you work ten percent more, I think you make like thirty percent more overtime because you get like because like promotions and OT and stuff like that. So I live by that, even though it's killing me. 
Live by the code, <laughs> die by the code. That's right. There, there is, there will be a point twice. We have to make a choice between your personal health and family, and and your job. Job first. It's true, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, sixty hours is getting close to that, but it's not quite there, which is not that's <laughs> terrifying. I don't know how much more I could do. Technically, I guess if I did twelve every day for six days a week, it would be seventy seventy two. That I think would be too much. Yeah, there's no time for anything else other than going to sleep and going to work. Yeah, especially with the kids. Like, it's been rough, man. It's been real rough. But hey, see, that's why I I re- I don't want to work a job like that ever again. Yeah, with a weird schedule. With a weird schedule and where they feel like they control every aspect of your life and they can just put you down for whatever they feel like it. Well, they can't. I, I, I choose to do it. There are people that are only working eight hours a day. But So it's I got, by your own hand. I got stuff to I got stuff to pay for. Well and plus I have like a sense of duty to my to my work and my employer. I, I feel like if there's a lot of work to be done I I feel like I should help with that. Do you feel work. like this is helping uh, your your stance with the post office at all? What do you mean, my stance with them? Oh, just like, like my... uh, I mean, it's it's all all seniority based based off of who you know rises up in the ranks. Yeah, I I think it helps my the places that aren't seniority based, right? I mean, because like management and certain departments aren't based on seniority, they they'll like to have like special, you know, the, they have their own criteria for recruiting people internally. And I think it helps that, but I I think it doesn't help as much as me trying to learn everything. I think that's helped me more. But it's such a bullshit like uh, game that you have to play with these people to get anywhere. You know, like they'll, I'll, you'll ask them, like, "Oh, what do I need to do to move up?" And they'll tell you, and then like they'll pick someone else for some random reason who's been there like two years less than you. It's like, okay, <laughs> why did that happen? They're like, oh, well, it was someone else wanted him. It's like, okay, so why the fuck give me random advice if it doesn't actually matter? Like, I, I, I don't know. So like, it, there's a lot of politics involved. Is what I'm saying. Like, as far as uh, getting into management and getting into certain departments, but. I don't know. I think I think more important than I think it's still more important to be reliable and a good worker than it is to be favored. Because there have been people that like certain people, certain supervisors really like that. Eventually, it eventually wears out if you're a trash yeah. employee. Like they might like you for a few years, but in the end, if you are total dog shit, you're gonna wear out your welcome. So I, I think I've surpassed a few of the, the favorites who fucking call in all the time and shit like that. So I guess it's helped. Um, it certainly helped my fucking financial status. Like, good God. Uh, that was a big-ass house payment I just made. I'll tell you that. You know, like uh, my my pledge to do half of my – to one of my two checks into the house, I'm like, fuck, dude, that's a lot of fucking money right now. You know what, though, like – 
with you saying like we like you know getting the promotions and stuff to like where you're at, it it does show like when people bitch and like oh it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how hard you work like it fucking does because I'm in the same boat as you. I started as a delivery driver at my job and now I'm a salesman for him because I fucking worked hard, was reliable, and told them like actively asked them to teach me things like how to grind flywheels down or like how does this work into this like what's going on with this and because of that I'm where I'm at and I'm making like a decent amount of money. Like yeah, saying that like hard work doesn't pay off is a cop out, and you're a bitch for saying it. It just shows how yeah, lazy same, you are. Same for me. Like I had to put a lot of work at the bottom rung at my company, and had to put in a lot of, you know, since I'm salaried, a lot of unpaid OT, but um, that paid off in bonuses and promotions. So yeah, yeah, and there are some companies that won't do it. I mean, they're. Like I, I've worked jobs where there's no upward momentum. The upward momentum is not really that much more money, and it's not worth the time and effort. And those are jobs you just have to leave. Right. You know, you have to I find mean, something that's going to reward you for your time. I mean, I don't know if it's still currently, but you know, the best way to make a pay increase is to switch jobs, and that's just across the board. Right. Yeah. You got to do. You got to do. You got to be competitive, and that's, that's one of the main things. You need I mean, to know it, your worth. It, 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 it'd be fun to look into kind of how office environments and how working for a company, the idea of it has changed over time. Because, you know, back in the day, um, even you know, when the previous generation was at work, you know, company loyalty was extremely valued. But nowadays it's not. As well, it's because the company value. doesn't really care as much about you as you think they do. You're replaceable. 100% oh, of yeah. people are replaceable, regardless of how much training you think you have. Like... It's just what happens. They'll find someone who's going to do your job for cheaper with the same amount of, you know, training, if not a little bit less, and they'll just they'll say it's easier. It's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess the moral of the story is um, when you have a mask on, do what you feel like doing, I guess, <laughs> at the moment and tell us the outcome. <laughs> yeah, let us know how it works works out for you. Just yeah, just keep improving. If that means stealing, go. I guess that's what it is. Nah, me personally, I wouldn't have the thought of uh, walking out with it. But uh, yeah, yeah. There you Anything go. Else? Well, damn. Anything else, Craig? Nope. All right. Well, you guys know where to get a hold of us. In case you forgot. 385-204-3921. You can go there. You can go to our Twitter page, at Podcast. There is a link to the Discord channel in there. Please join the Discord. It's a lot of fun. Um, we'll ignore your questions. But, hey, they're there. Uh, we've done pretty good on the After Dark ones. It's the show questions that we're really behind on. Um, but we'll start catching up on those. And it's a lot of fun. It's a, There's a lot of good conversations that go on in there. There's some good, a lot of good people great people in the in the discord channel so um join them join us and yeah it makes putting together little like gaming events and like i know a lot of people have been using it for the um the new animal crossing and shit like that so like it's it's just a good it's a really good app it's i think it's my favorite social media app if i were to get rid of everything else i i would i would just keep discord if I in a perfect world, I mean, it's not as much social media as it's just a way to communicate. So, yeah, yeah, I yeah, guess that's what I like about app. it. Yeah, I, I, if I were to get, if I wanted to go like bare bones, I would delete 
my Facebook, which I've deleted it off of my phone, or at least I logged out, and I would get rid of Twitter, but never the Discord. Never. Even though I hardly ever actually reply, I, I, I'm always there. Big Brother, Big Schwei sees all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so join that. And, and all the private chats, watching <laughs> everything. Yeah. Oh, dude, the other day I... Uh, <laughs> It was like the most boomer moment of my life. Let's tell it real fast. I fucking like sent a message on Discord, and I guess the last thing I had done is I clicked on Abrax like Hog Team, and so I said I was going live in FF Seven Remake, like in there, and he was like, "This is a really awkward place to put this." And so the next time I did it, I just sent him a personal message saying I was going live. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, do you have any idea what the fuck is going on here? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Breck, I'm going live. <laughs> uh, thanks. Want, I want you to know. Yeah, only you. Come on, big boy. This <laughs> is a private stream. That's right. Yeah. Here's the login code. Like, it was just so fucking, so fucking bizarre, but. Yeah. So yeah, you can enjoy that too on occasion. Just random, stupid shit. <laughs> so do that. Give us your questions, and we will continue to give you the best in classist content. Classic. Uh, yeah. Until next time, guys. See uh, you. Mankind has always been the poison. Give up on yourselves. Give up on the world. Every puzzle has an answer. Dumbass. Kick logic out and do the impossible. Remember that. I'm glad I met you guys. You made me pick up on things I probably would have just gone on ignoring. Don't believe in yourself. Believe in me. Believe in the Kamina who believes in you. Everybody deals with grief differently, right? Some people fuck at funerals. I cut off heads.